I've never unveiled a statue. I don't know how we're going to do this properly, but Edmonton, I'd like you to give a round of applause and welcome Anne Frank. That's what it sounded like on Sunday when organizer John Stoby gave the signal to officially unveil the first public sculpture of Anne Frank anywhere in Canada. The world's newest memorial to Anne Frank is now on display at Lighthorse Park in Edmonton. The bronze sculpture was a gift from a non-Jewish Dutch-Canadian group based in Alberta to mark the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Holland in the Second World War, and specifically to thank those local Canadian soldiers who freed Holland from Nazi Germany in 1945. The timing of the unveiling of the statue was also significant, although organizers admit it was also a lucky accident. 77 years ago this weekend, in early August 1944, the Nazis raided the secret annex in Amsterdam where Anne Frank and her family had been in hiding for nearly two years. The Franks were arrested, and a few days later, on August 8th, they were sent to the Westerbork transit camp. Eventually, they would be sent to Auschwitz. Only Anne's father, Otto, survived the Holocaust and eventually found and published his daughter's famous diary. Sunday's ceremony did have some financial support from the government of Alberta, and Edmonton's Jewish community contributed $3,000. This site will now become a destination point, as is our Holocaust memorial, our monument on the grounds of the legislature downtown. This will be another vantage point for students to come to, and um, we will certainly use it, and we will enjoy being able to bring schools here, children here, family here, and keep the legacy of Anne Frank alive as it should be. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, August 9th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Canada's new Anne Frank sculpture is one of only about a dozen sculptures of the murdered Jewish teenager around the world. And if you want to know the truth, I had to look this up. And I discovered that there's one in Boise, Idaho, there are two in Argentina, and several in Holland, of course, including the famous one near the Anne Frank Museum in Amsterdam. And there's another one near the house where the Franks lived after they moved to Amsterdam from Germany in 1933, but well before they went into hiding from the Nazis. This latest statue of Anne is a copy of one that stands in Utrecht. A famous Dutch sculptor, Peter de Haunt, created it in 1960, and his son agreed to let the Canadians use the same mold. So it was cast in bronze in Holland and then shipped to Edmonton. The base is made of granite. The Dutch-Canadian club raised $75,000 to pay for it all. Coming up, we'll get an on-the-ground view from the ceremony and hear how the local Jewish community reacted. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. Speaking of Holocaust stories, one of the largest outdoor Holocaust memorials in Canada is getting even bigger. Construction is underway now at the Canadian Society for Yad Vashem's evocative site at Toronto's Earl Bales Park. They're adding two new walls. There are eight now. One will go on either side of the semicircle. The additional walls will have room for more names of survivors and of victims and, of course, for donors. The focus of this project is actually to be on children and the Holocaust. Fran Sunshine is national chair of the Canadian Society of Yad Vashem. She says they raised $2 million before the pandemic to cover the costs and whatever is left from the construction will be spent on creating educational programs for young people. It's so important that young people 
understand and learn, first of all, to know about what, it, what, what are the real story about the Holocaust, never mind all the stuff that people are throwing at us, to, under, to know it, to understand it, to be able to remember it and, and to continue on in the, you know, continue in the future. And if you don't teach your youngsters, you're, you're the youth of the world, about what happened to this a very awful time in, in a Jewish world. And of course, if you don't learn from it, you know, that's, that's, that's a big thing not to have happen. So it's always been really important. And of course, when we're gone, you know, we're, we're like, we're called the second generation. When we're now to third and fourth generation of children of, of Holocaust survivors, and they have to be taught. And of course, um, you also want the general public to understand. So this is a place where, where people can come and learn. The Toronto site was opened 30 years ago with the sculpture called the Memorial Flame as the first thing there. The eight walls were added 10 years later in 2001, and they have names on one side and the story of the Holocaust engraved on the back of the panels. You can see my video of the construction site on the CJN's YouTube channel. Organizers expect to complete the work in the fall. Edmonton's Jewish community may not have initiated the Anne Frank statue project, but was honored to be part of the historic event. It was an emotional moment for Stephen Schaefer, he heads up Edmonton's Jewish Federation. Here he is at the official unveiling ceremony. The unveiling of the Anne Frank statue here in Edmonton shall serve as a symbol for everyone, a symbol of many things. A symbol of the Canadian liberation of the Netherlands in World War II, a symbol of the relationship between Canada and the Netherlands. But it also serves as a reminder that we shall never forget the atrocities of Nazi Germany. We can never forget the genocide of the Jewish people and the Holocaust. Anne Frank's statue shall serve as a reminder that anti-Semitism and racism have no place in our society. It shall serve to educate us all that Canadian values stand against intolerance. This unveiling comes at an important time in our history. Jews remain the number one target of, of hate-motivated attacks, according to Statistics Canada. Just this year, we've seen numerous attacks against Jews throughout the country, including here in Edmonton. Many Jews in Edmonton will not only see the Anne Frank statue as a recognition of the Holocaust and the horrible crimes committed against the Jewish people, but also as a symbol of hope of a brave girl who never stopped thinking the best of people, despite the hatred she was hiding from and the hatred that led to her murder. On a personal note, I feel deeply connected to Anne Frank. I'm the grandson of Holocaust survivors on my father's side. My grandfather was in Auschwitz at the same time Anne Frank was there, and by luck, was able to survive and build a life here in Canada. I'm also the grandson of a captain of the Royal Canadian Artillery, who served in part in the Netherlands during World War II. Further, as the father of two young Jewish girls, Anne Frank's life journey is one that affects my view of a, a better society that my children can grow up in, one where we can truly say never again and mean it. In her diary, Anne Frank said, in spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart. The Torah, the Old Testament says, ve'ahavta l'recha kamocha, which means you shall love your fellow man as you love yourself. Let's let that be Anne Frank's legacy and let this statue remind us of that. As we unveil the statue today, I hope that Anne Frank's quote can serve as a reminder to all Edmontonians that regardless of our beliefs, our sexual orientation, or the color of our skin, we should treat each other with mutual respect. 
we can all live with the hope of Anne Frank's inspiration that all our children can flourish in a world free from discrimination, in a society where everyone is treated equally and with kindness and tolerance for all. Thank you. Jillian Horowitz also attended the ceremony as a member of the Holocaust Education Committee. What, what, what role did the Jewish community and the Holocaust Committee at play in this amazing project? Well, we obviously, once it's the Anne Frank event, so to speak, obviously we see the relevance of us being participants and we support the program and we're delighted to be here and to see it. And there's a huge turnout from the Edmonton Jewish community. We have the ex-mayor here, we have dignitaries, we have judges, we have a whole community that has come out to watch this event. Because Anne Frank is a symbol within all our communities and specifically the Jewish community of hope. And um, we will never forget her or how she saw the world. And we know that even in the depths of her misery and in the depths of darkness, she said, I still believe that people are really good at heart. Remember that saying? I As do. she wrote it in her diary. So yes, of course, we're involved and delighted to be so. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Marion Pinsky in Montreal. She liked last week's episode about the Japanese diplomat Chiuni Sugihara, who disobeyed his country's orders and issued visas in 1940 to save over 2,000 Polish Jews from the Holocaust. And we'll close this episode with a little bit more from the Anne Frank ceremony. Here's the MC. We've uh, flew over 200 tulips, and we'd like everybody to have an opportunity that would like to take a tulip and uh, lay it at the base of the statue, I guess, and uh, welcome and take a look around. So thank you, everybody, for your time. Thank you for your support. And all of the words today, just we're all responsible to make sure that this is a safe place, something to call home, and uh, let's do our part. Thank you, thank you. Tot ziens, tot de volgende keer.